Psychiatric disorders are one of the leading causes of disability in young people around the world, and Terps are no exception. One out of three Terps will feel depressed at one point during the semester. You are not alone if you are feeling down. Here at Maryland, you can talk it out with fellow students who are going through the same problems in group therapy sessions, or even have a one-on-one -on -one therapy session with one of our many experienced therapists. The Campus Mental Health Center is open from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. If you or someone you know needs help, come visit the health center and be a healthier turf. So, uh, that was uh, the Maryland Fight Song uh, by the Maryland Terrapins from the University of Maryland. Horrible. Uh, and then uh, before that, we had a nice PSA about group therapy um, here at the university. So, um, our, our show topic today um, is how laws get passed in Maryland. Um, and upon researching this, I felt like I was just kind of rereading some stuff that I had already read and already shared with you guys. Um, you know, so it was a, it was a little bit disheartening at first, I will say. Um, but during my research, I actually found something that I would like to point out to you guys. Um, as as maybe a potential step in the right direction. I wouldn't say it's like a, a stop-all solution for uh, the issues that we face in creating... Um, in, in creating laws and, and maybe creating a more efficient government federal government system um but the maryland uh maryland state government has in its constitution um so i guess the state of maryland has in its constitution um a a, a law or a part that basically says that any law that is passed um ideas you know anything that is that, you know, you started off, it has to be named uh, correctly. It has to be named very, it has to be named based on what it is, basically, um, which is super cool because um, that makes it easier for lawmakers and for just citizens of Maryland to actually follow what is going on in their, um, in the General Assembly, which is what uh, it's called in Maryland. Um, so that's, that's really cool. Um, another part of that same, that same part of the law says that every bill that gets, you know, put through, um, the system has to be limited to one subject. Um, so that means like you can't have the thing that, that often happens in, um, the United States Congress, uh, they're called like omnibus bills, which basically, um, you know, like an omnibus is uh, a very a, a large volume containing several other novels, right? So, like, um, I don't know if anyone 
uh, I don't, there's like a bunch of series out there, you know, like Harry Potter or um, Chronicles of Narnia. And sometimes there have been a couple of times there have been published versions of those where all of the books are in one large book. And so that would be called an omnibus, right? So omnibus bills are super common in U.S. Congress, um, and those are completely forbidden in Maryland law, which I think is super cool because as we talked about before, you know, there are so many different points at which laws can get stopped along the way in in during their creation in federal government. And that's also it, it's not as uh, it's not as much in Maryland state government, um, but it is still exists there um that it is hard to pass things um and so it's just like really great that okay something is not necessarily going to be passed this i don't know like this season um or this session but i know specifically what that thing was it was only one thing and there are like probably 20 other things that i am also concerned with having passed um, so I can devote my energy to those things, or alternatively, I can devote my energy to bringing that same thing that didn't get passed this time back up, um, to the Maryland General Assembly. Um, but yeah, so that was super cool. Uh, anyway, the songs today, um, I, I really could not find anything that I felt like made sense for just specifically Maryland. So it's just stuff about, um, you know, the government and, and maybe your, your values in relation to the government, whatever, you know, I hope you like the songs. I kind of like, I I like most of them. So yeah. So let's, uh, let's take another break and we're going to listen to revolution, um, by the Beatles. I take two. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. 
Almost Like Praying, um, featuring artists for Puerto Rico by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And then before that was Standing in the Way of Control by Gossip. Uh, yeah, I like those songs. They're pretty fun. Anyway, so um, we are just talking about, I think, one of the, um, I guess, largest differences between uh, Maryland as, as far as I can tell, one of the largest differences between Maryland state government and the um, federal government. Uh, I think maybe another notable difference uh, that uh, kind of uh, makes things harder and not easier, like the last thing that I noted, um, is that their sessions run for 90 days. Um, and if something has not been... Um, read or has not been passed at the end of those 90 days, it will be benched. And um, in this whole, um, in, in what we're talking about, you know, being benched is is death for a bill. Um, so that's really unfortunate because there are plenty of things that, you know, like the, I think one of the numbers or, um, not necessarily numbers, but, but like estimates on, on how many bills they get each, uh, each session. Um, it can get up to like 
the like you know over a thousand and i think their average was like around 1500 so that's that's a whole lot of bills that you're getting um passed without there's a whole lot of bills that you're you know you're talking about or you're looking at um without maybe getting through all of them which would be i suppose understandable but uh when you only have 90 days right uh so that's unfortunate so uh let's go through the general way that um bills get you know the progress of a bill in um the Maryland General Assembly um so much like the federal government there are two um parts to the Maryland General Assembly there are the there's the um the representatives which um the those are the people who represent the counties right um so so each one is like it's listed by county and so then you have the senate and the house of delegates um within that so and of course the senate um it's like the same you know senate meaning um the senate has 47 senators and then the uh then there are 141 delegates uh each serving a four-year term in office um which i guess is the same um other i mean you know the united states government has 100 senators but um four-year term is is what's the same so um and then let's get into who sponsors a bill right uh that funny word that we use to tell to indicate that someone is um deciding that they want to talk about having this bill be passed um so this person uh it can be a representative um and if it originates in the house much like in the federal government the name of it will start with hb um and if it's in the senate then it starts with sb which is the same as the federal government um and yeah so once it's been introduced, there is the first reading in whichever chamber it got introduced in. Um, and then it gets referred to committee. Um, and then in committee, there are public he- hearings. And um, if it's something, if the bill happens to be something that's like super specific, like, oh, uh, we want to change the name of this road in specifically Carroll County or something like that, um, then only then the committee that it goes to is going to be a bunch of people who are from Carroll County um instead of being like the whole general assembly which i think is pretty cool um because that means that there are people who are actually going to be affected by the bill who are talking about it um and then you have the second reading um in that same chamber that after it comes back from committee um and talks about that happen like in the general assembly and then you have the third reading um at which case the all of the people who are there their responses are recorded um and it has to have a majority if it will get to the second chamber um in which the whole process starts all over again um so then you have you know your first reading gets referred to committee second reading and then um the final third reading um yeah so let us let's let dwell on that a little bit um it's a lot of information um to take in you have three three readings and committee to deal with if you want to get a law passed in one chamber and then you have to do it all over again if you want it to be passed in the second chamber um all right so let's start listening to p-o-w-a by m-i-a 
Chase the innocent and shoot them down. It's like we're still running races. I'm just saying, is that the look of freedom? The sound of freedom. Cause it's plain to see a man's integrity by the way he treats those when he don't need them. And it's time we talk about it. Let's not waste our common ground. We will fall for standing and watching. Oh, oh, oh. 
That was Freedom is Free by Chicano Batman, and before that was Now by Miguel. Um, so, uh, basically, where we left off um, on how laws are passed in Maryland um, was at... Uh, the the passage or, you know, we're assuming that the law has gotten through um, the second chamber, which um, is pretty significant. You know, like the on- they only have 90 days um, and they have that would mean that this bill um, first uh, was was read and then they were. They sent it to a committee, and the committee, um, you know, had public hearings on it and um, did a fiscal analysis also, uh, which is super important, you know, making sure that it fits in with the um, budget for that year. Um, And uh, then, you know, put in any, any, like, amendments or, or, and, you know, makes a report basically. Um, and then, you know, you have your second reading and then they get, they get put onto, onto the floor again, and then people can make amendments. And then if that happens, if there are some amendments, um, they, if everyone agrees on them, then, um, then, you know, you get, you get pushed through to the third reading, um, which at that point, no amendments can be made and that's a at that point that is when um it either passes or it dies um so we're assuming that it got past that um and then it gets into the second cha- chamber and the exact same thing happens all over again um and then and then it and you know it passes there okay great so um what happens if it's amended in the second chamber. Well, then it has to be returned to the first chamber um, and starts all over again, right? And so that's like the same thing that we were, that we saw when we went over the uh, U.S. federal government um, is that, you know, if any changes are made, then it has to, has to start over again um, and, you know, make sure that everyone sees it, which is fair, but also means that it takes a really long time um, because and they only have 90 days to do all of this. Uh, so. It'll get sent back and then it gets sent through again and then, OK, say all that bouncing back and forth is is over and it passes all of those things. That means that it can be presented to the governor. Um, and in Maryland, uh, so remember, I don't know if we remember, but uh, in the federal government, the way that that works, it's, you know, you get presented, the bill gets presented to um, the president, at which point he has a period to uh, sign it into law, veto it, or if he doesn't do anything, then it just automatically becomes law. Um, in Maryland, the way that 
that particular part works is um, it has to be uh, presented to the governor within 20 days of the adjournment of a session, which means that it's like, say something was passed at the beginning of the session, uh, it wouldn't actually have to be shown to the governor until 20 days at latest 20 days after the session is already over. Um, so that's like a interesting loophole almost um, of like not having things get pushed through very quickly. Uh, and then there is after that point, um, the governor has 30 days uh, to veto the bill. Um, and if they if the governor doesn't do anything, then... Um, it becomes law, which is super cool. Um, and something interesting that I saw here, um, when looking this up, uh, you know, and there's just like Maryland state government papers and, and the constitution, everything, the governor cannot veto a constitutional amendment, um, which is interesting. I think maybe it just... A, a precaution against like changing things about their own position um, and them not wanting to do that necessarily. Um, and so then they're preventing that from even being a possibility. Um, so then say something did get vetoed. Well, there is a way for the General Assembly to um, make that not happen or matter. Um, and that's uh doing a veto override, which would mean that they would have to get three-fifths of the entire General Assembly to override a veto, which is the same in um, the federal government, the three-fifths rule. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and at that point, then you have a bill that has become law. Uh, generally, laws take a little bit of time to actually... Uh, get enacted, uh, you know, because like, say everyone decided all of a sudden to um, and no longer use the uh, imper imperial system for um, for measuring for measurements. Right. So we're just instead of using inches for everything, we're using centimeters now. Um, that it seems like, you know, it's a really big process. Like you're going to have to go through and get rid of all the rulers that don't have centimeters on them. Um, and you know, maybe change the specs on all of your websites about how things are uh, measured and then change the specs on how you measure things in factories, right? So that takes time. Um, so laws are not enacted immediately. Um, there's like a period for which they allow anyone who may be affected by these laws to adjust accordingly. Um, you know, everyone, of course, is notified, sort of. Um, you know, it's not necessarily you get like a letter in the mail saying, hey, this law just changed. Um, but, you know, it's public information. It's publicly available. Um, although I do think everyone should get a letter in the mail t telling you every single time a law has changed. That would be really cool. Um, and... Um, you know, and then and then you change accordingly. And then generally for Maryland, that happens. Uh, the date that they set for that is June, the June after the uh, assembly has been let out. Um, most of the time, apparently, it doesn't actually happen until July 1st um, instead of June 1st. And then um, they often don't start trying to enforce it until the next session, the next general assembly has started um, which is on October 1st. So you really have an extremely long amount of time to, uh, you know, get, get your, get your stuff together and, and, uh, throw out all of your rulers that don't have centimeters on them. If that was the law that was being passed. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, uh, super, it's, it's like a, a little bit more concise, which obviously makes sense because Maryland is a state and not the entirety of the United, the United States. Um, and 
you know, there aren't necessarily as many points at which something can die, um, you know, so the bill can die. And that's that's really great. Um, and also the naming system, I think that's my my favorite uh, thing about the legislative process in the state of Maryland. Um, I think when we're talking about how, you know, you can get involved as like someone who lives in Maryland, uh, that's definitely just reaching out to your representatives. You know, you voted for these people to be in office so that they can represent your needs, um, your community's needs. And so within that, you you have the ability to speak to them about this and let them know there are certain things that you want done. Um, and that's always super helpful. Uh, so that's like a really big one. Um, another thing is just, you know, getting involved in, um, your even smaller local politics of, uh, um, you know, you're, there's the, the government, which we'll get into a, on a later episode, um, but there's like county governments, you know, and those kinds of things are, those places are where uh, they will often, you know, make the little tiny makings of something that might go to the Maryland state government. Um, so that's also really important, you know. Uh, all right. So, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um I'm going to, when I archive this particular episode on Anchor, which I have been using, um, and it's putting my podcast on, like, so many different platforms. Um, But anyway, when I archive this, um, I'm going to put in the description uh, some of these links to some of these cool websites that I saw uh, that explain details on the Maryland legislative process. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to this week's episode of A Lot to Unpack. Um, We are going to close out with some songs. Uh, First up, we have Living for the City by Stevie Wonder. In Hot Mississippi, surrounded by for walls that ain't so pretty. His parents give him love and affection to keep him strong, moving in the right direction, living just enough, just enough for the city.
dreaming.